Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, I've been thinking about this episode for a couple of days, and I've been thinking about overloading you with vocabulary, because the more confident we grow with our English and the higher we want to be, I would presume that means that the better we need to be able to explain certain things. Am I right? Well, that is what I'm thinking. And so I want you to follow along with this podcast episode. I want you to make some notes of the vocabulary I share with you to become an absolute pro. And let me know. You can hit me up on Instagram at English Life with Benjamin or YouTube, the same, and or Telegram, the Telegram channel as well. Let me know what other situations are interesting for you, because I can definitely do those in the following podcast episodes. Today, we are thinking all about exercise, the gym, working out. All right. So let's go through this step by step. You enter the gym. You need to warm up. The opposite of warm up is to cool down. And when you first warm up, you're probably going to use a cardio machine. Now, what options do we have? We have the running machine, which is called the treadmill. But we also have a very painful machine called the rowing machine. As well, we have the stair climber or the steps. And we have the elliptical machine, which is quite a relaxed machine, isn't it? So you're kind of alternatively moving your left and right arm and your left and right leg. So they're kind of swinging backward and backwards and forwards. I kind of think of that as like the skiing machine as well. And uh, finally, we have the stationary bike, the spinning bike, the what bike. They're all the same name, really. Um, stationary in English has a couple of meanings, but one of the meanings is that you are not moving. So when I think about my warm-ups, it depends on what, what I want to achieve in that session. It could be the stairs or the stair climber for 10 minutes. It could be the treadmill for 10, 15 minutes. It could be the rowing machine for five minutes. The rowing machine for me is the most painful one. I don't know about you guys, but if you do the rowing machine on the regular basis, you are a warrior. Now we move on to some different types of exercises. We've got HIIT, H-I-I-T, HIIT training. Now, HIIT training is high intensity interval training, which basically means you work at an extremely high intensity for a short period of time, followed by a rest. So your heart rate is going up, for a specific period of time, then down, rest, up, down. And you do that for a number of times. Uh, it depends. We then have circuit training. Circuit training. That is when you do maybe 10 or 12 exercises, different exercises, back to back. So you don't have any rest in between. And uh, you will probably do each exercise once, twice, or maybe even three times. Now, that is quite tricky because you don't have any rest in between the exercises and the amount of time that you could be exercising or working could be 30 seconds, could be 45 seconds, could be one minute, maybe a little bit longer. We, of course, have cardio, which we mentioned in the beginning, connected to the machines. And finally, we have weight training. When we think about weight training, we have some vocabulary that immediately pops up into my mind. Dumbbells. 
They are the weights that you hold in either hand and you can work your biceps, your shoulders, your many, many different muscles. You have the kettlebell, which is a round circular weight which you can hold with both hands and you can swing it underneath your legs up and down. You can also squat with this weight. Very, very common. I've seen many circuit training uh, sessions with just kettlebells. We also have a barbell, which as you can imagine from the name is the bar that you would use for a bench press or for a deadlift or something similar to that. We have a skipping rope. To skip is a verb and skipping is a very, very good but tricky or let's say tiring uh, cardio activity. For myself personally, I'm not very good at skipping. We have plates. The plates are the weights which go on each end of the bar and they come in normally 1.25 kg, 5 kg, 10 kg, 15 kg or 20 kg. We have the bench, which is the object that you lie on when you are doing exercises. When you do the bench press, you lie on the bench and you press the bar up and down. And we also have bands. Bands are those objects, those things that you can maybe tie around your legs to keep them together, or you can wrap them around your body or your arms to do a warm-up or a strength activity. For me, bands are very useful. I use them, I normally put a band around my legs, and that way I can work my leg muscles and my hips and make them stronger. We've started really well. We've got a lot of vocabulary that we've looked at. Now we should probably think about the names of some activities. Now, the word press is very easily remembered and commonly used for many activities or exercises. The press means that you are pushing away from you. You are not pulling. We have the leg press. We have the shoulder press. We have the chest press. We have the bench press. And that could be a flat bench press or an incline bench press, which means that you are not lying flat down, but you are slightly elevated up and you are working different muscles in your chest. We have something like the tricep extension, where you are holding what could be a rope. Uh, it is high up and you are pulling it down and extending your arms, which leads to you working your triceps. The triceps and the biceps are the two muscles at the top of your arm. The biceps are at the front and the triceps are the back muscles. The tricep extension is one. The bicep curl. To curl means that you are having the weight at the bottom and you're bringing it up closer to your body. We also have the leg extension, the squat rack. Everybody does know what a, most people know what a squat is nowadays. It's quite a common exercise. We also have the cables and pulley machine. Many different exercises can be done by attaching a grip to the ends of the cables. Um, and I also call this the machine where you can do flies. We have the pull-up bar, which I am not very uh, talented with. Unfortunately, I need to give that much more practice to. We have the lat pull-down. Uh, that is a machine which works the back muscles. So the lat, the lats and the traps are muscles in your back. And basically the bar is up high and you're pulling the bar down and it is coming onto your chest, not behind your neck because that can cause injury. And you are trying to control the 
coming down of the bar and the going up of the bar and working your back muscles. We have a leg curl machine. We have dipping bars and we also have a preacher bench to name a few. This is when you are leaving, leaning over a bench, uh, you're bent over and you are leaning your arms against the bench and you're curling your arms up to work the biceps whilst holding a bar or a dumbbell in your hands. Now, we should probably also be aware of what muscles can be used when we are in the gym. Now, some very common ones are the calf muscle, which is the bottom of your leg at the back. We have the hamstrings, which is at the top of your leg at the back. We have the quads or the quadriceps, which is at the top of your leg at the front. We have your glutes, which is the bum muscle. The lats and the traps, which as I mentioned earlier, are the back muscles. The biceps and the triceps, which are the arm muscles. Biceps is at the front, triceps is at the back. We have the deltoid muscles, which is the shoulder. We have the abs, which is the abdominals, the central part of your stomach, the core which basically focuses on the whole central part of your body and which is a, a thing that I can say that I do ignore and is something that is so crucial and so important for maintaining a healthy body. We also have the pecs, the pectoral muscles, which is the top of your chest. Now, if you have done a very hard, extensive workout, what is something that you might need to do when you finish? We said you warm up and then at the end you need to cool down. You need to do some stretching and you might need a foam roller, which is one of those circular objects which you can roll your body on or put pressure on to loosen up some tight muscles and to ease the tension in your body if you've done a very good session. You can also use the bands again to maybe do some core exercises and cool down and some stretching. Now, we've done the exercises, which is great. We know the muscles, we know the names of the machines. How might you feel after you've done a workout? You could feel sore, stiff, tense. All of those means that there is a lot of contraction in your muscles. Your muscles are tight. They are not relaxed. Um, and you need to do something to help relax those muscles, whether that is a warm shower, whether that is an ice bath initially, or just more stretching. You could feel full of energy. Endorphins are produced after working out, which are feel-good molecules, and that is something that I usually feel, but of course we cannot expect to feel excellent every single time after every activity, but I, I generally, more often than not, I do feel incredible after working out, and I get to enjoy my food even more. Uh, but I think that pretty much summarizes everything connected to working out. And the only question I have for all of you is, what shall we be focusing on in the next podcast episode? Let me know on Instagram, on Telegram or YouTube, and I'll be sure to do that in the next one. Thank you so much. Please feel free to live, leave a five-star review if this was useful for you. Uh, it really means a lot. And uh, have a lovely rest of your day. Thank you so much. And bye for now.